What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Friends Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lemon Burton. Legend, how are you doing this week? Oh, had the hiccups. I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah, doing well, man. Excited for uh, the episode this week. Slow key. We're not reviewing anything again this week, ladies and gents. We will have a succession finale review and series review next week. Me and Schubert are going to break it down, deep dive, talk about everything. Just everything we thought about the series. I will say, though, this week, my man, you know how last week I said I was liking Ken because he was, you know, growing and showing promise? That all changed in one fucking week. Dude turned into Logan Roy the moment he saw the opportunity to strike. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, legitimately. In that funeral scene, like, when he was giving that speech, as the speech starts, it's shitty. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm Logan's son. And he just starts doing some Logan Roy shit. Basically. You know, it kind of begins with where he is at the beginning, where he's kind of like, uh, you know, Beginning of the show or beginning the, of the season? The beginning of the, sh- the episode. Oh, the episode. Okay, that I was about last to say, episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was in a, a kind of a low point. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, you know what? I'm just going to go full stop now. Like, what do I have to lose? And see, I thought the low point was going to be, all right, I can get better. Like, I'm doing, like, when he said his thing about his kids, I was like, all right, I can do better. This episode, uh, workers, go take care of my kids. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to get custody of them. Fuck the mama. Fuck this. I'm 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 Kendall Roy, baby. Like, what? <laughs> Last episode, you was like, I'm a changed man. You changed, all right. Like the, the assistant quits. He's like, um, what a great, what a perfect day to choose to quit. How 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 thoughtful. <laughs> also, Roman fucked that shit up. All the shit up, Roman fucked that up. I see why Logan calls him a fuck up. <laughs> Dude, just be fucking up. Yeah. It, his beginning of the episode to end of the episode was also quite a progression as well. So the penultimate episode of Secession, let, you know, definitely lived up to the, the hype of the show. So we can only imagine that the, the finale yeah. going to be pretty great. And then, uh, all right, let's get our theories out before it drops. Who do you think is going to take over? Um, Greg. Greg, okay, I have, I have, I have, I, I like the Matt's Greg one. Greg. I got, I got three theories. Theory one, this is the one I'm, I'm leading with. Ken takes over, but something happens to where he dies, and then someone else takes over after him. Like Ken gets in charge, he gets everything he wants, and then he realizes this is not what it's cracked up to be. Everything I want's a lie. I'm gonna end up like my dad. He overdoses or some shit, or kills himself. Whatever he does dies and then either Greg or someone on the board takes control. And that is if it's based off of Richard III, because we know we've seen a lot of different Shakespearean plays take succession. In uh, Jeremy Strong's interview to start off the season, before the season dropped, he said they took a lot of inspirations from Richard III this season. The famous thing in Richard III is the oldest son gets in charge after the dad dies. Now, the King Lear theory is that Tom takes over. Because the, the successor to King Lear is the oldest child's husband, or the oldest child's, uh, yeah, the oldest child's husband, the oldest child's husband is Shiv, Tom. So that's theory two. Theory three is yours, which I'll let you say. Because you, you convinced me with the Julius Caesar. With the, yeah. Tell them about your, your Shakespeare connection. 
Oh, well, I didn't really necessarily have that with the finale, more so that that was just a um, parallel based on the... But it's still, like, you're, it's still part of your theory, it. though, you know? Um, Just that, like, part of the inspiration for the funeral scene was how, in the end, Julius Caesar, Brutus, and Mark Antony both gave different eulogies about Caesar, one being, like, about why it's good that he's dead and how he was bad, and then the other being more positive, which is kind of like the kids versus uh, you and uh-huh. and how those two eulogies were. So that's that's just another connection, another Shakespeare connection to show that they're it's definitely in their minds. Yep, no, for sure. There's Shakespeare all throughout this damn shit. But other than that, I've been good. Uh, I watched. I watched some movies this week. I watched, uh, hold on, let me go to my Amazon Prime and I'll tell you exactly what I watched. You watch Pearl. anything cool this week? Pearl. Oh, you watched Pearl. Did you like it? Pearl. Did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that uh, the movie X is better. Okay. But the acting performance of Mia Goth and Pearl is... Is better? I agree. Top notch for horror. I mean, it's X, just like... X is a way better movie. But Pearl is yeah. better acted. I, I agree with you 100%. 100%. And, and oh. David Cornsmith looks like Superman. Oh, I told you, that's Superman, bro. That's fucking Superman. But I watched fucking Basic Instinct. Bro, I've never seen that before with uh Sharon Stone and uh Michael Douglas. That's porn. That is, that is that, that's movie porn. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the whole time. That was the, that was the origin of, of that for the whole, whole 90s generation. All I think is she's sitting in the chair. She does this and then closes them. Newman's like sweating, like, uh, and, and everybody's looking at him like, Come on, Newman, you're investigating her. He's like, My bad, my bad. <laughs> like, that shit is crazy. And then the whole, when it comes back that the fucking therapist he's sleeping with is actually quote unquote the killer, but it's because Sharon Stone tricked her into thinking that crazy, bro. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, that was a, an iconic movie of that decade. Like, crazy. I just watched it. It was wild. And I watched uh, Kill Chain, the Nicolas Cage assassin movie. It's on Prime right now. It's pretty, it's all right. You know, it's just whatever. Seen better. <laughs> Mo and my girlfriend and I, since we got back from the UK, we saw the musical called The Six, which is about, it's basically like a, a British musical. Okay. It started in Britain about the wives of Henry the Sixth. Okay, is it good? Yeah, yeah. The only the it's uh we got really great music. It's basically like if a six girl group did a rock concert for two hours. And oh, it's pretty cool. Okay. It's a it's an interesting play. I'm glad that we went to go see it because it's really cool when you go. Like, oh, you saw it in person. Get, you can see Broadway shows. Yeah, you can see Broadway shows way cheaper in the UK. Oh, okay. So this is like a big Broadway show right now, and we saw it while I was on tour in Scotland. Okay, that's what's up. Half the price. Hell yeah. Oh, I also saw The Mother from Netflix. Did you watch it? The Jennifer Lopez assassin movie? No. Very predictable. (laughs) Like, literally, me and Curse are watching it. And, and we're like, maybe like an hour through. We're like, okay, this movie's about to end. This is nice. It's good. Had another 50-something minutes. I was like, Curse, 
ain't no fucking way. She was like, bro, we got 50 something more. I was like, what are they going to tell? Like, they pretty much solved everything in the first hour. And it's like, okay, now we just got to kill the other bad guy. They just bullshit for an hour until they go kill the last bad guy. I was like, what are y'all doing, bro? Shit's ass. Well, let me not say it. The first hour's good. The last hour's like, they just had, they ran out of story. Too long. Yeah, it was, it was. It should have been an hour and 30 minutes, bro. They could have did everything they wanted to do in that final hour. Honestly, it could have been an hour and 20 minutes, if we're being real. Yeah, but I, what I was saying was is it's made us start watching the Tudors. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah, OG Cavill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, young, too, like, super young. Yeah, really young. That was, like, one of the big shows when, like, primetime TV was... Yeah, when it just started. Subscription based mm-hmm. on your cable. It was like, you know, you had to get cable to watch, you know, The Wire or The Tudors. The Tudors or Sopranos. That's what you that's what you watched back then. Yeah, legit. Legit. So all right, hell yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah. So we're watching that. But um, like you said, we're not reviewing anything and there's a few limited stories to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, well, We'll talk about um, a few trailers and, and that stuff, and then we'll get out of here. All uh, right. So the first thing we have is the Flash director, Andy Machete, has confirmed that Nicolas Cage is going to make a cameo as Superman in the Flash. Nice, nice. Hey, that's fire. And, and shout out to, we always pay homage to this person. Every time we talk about how this show was originated, we pay homage to the late, great John Schnepp. Rest in peace to John Schnepp. For those that don't know, John Schnepp used to work with Collider, with which really no longer exists as we know it. No. Uh, yeah. It, as we know it, where it was a bunch of good shows. Like now, it's just interviews and shit. Yeah, it's no longer the YouTube. So. Yeah, it's weird. Whatever, whatever the fuck Collider is now, it's not what we remember. And John Schnepp hosted uh, shows called Movie Talk and Hero Talk, and he was the director of the documentary that explained the Nicolas Cage Superman movie, for those that don't know. And, yeah, man, that so just... That did not re- happen in 1995. Yep, and he he that, he did that part of Metalocalypse as well. So rest in peace to John Schnepp. But this is dope. He would love this. I know a lot of people who watch this documentary would love this. I think this is really cool. Also, I can't lie to you, the trailer looked really good, the new trailer, but I feel like it told us the whole movie. Like, even though... Uh, we did, we still haven't seen the villain. I can tell you who the villain is because I know from the trailer. It's literally the Speed Force. It's going to be one of those berries. It's going to turn into Black Flash, Black Racer, and it's going to be trying to, trying to get him because he's messing with time. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're saving Reverse Flash. Sorry. Yeah, and I think they're saving Reverse Flash for when the new Flash, whoever that is, which I they're going to have to do Wally when they do the new Justice League. They're going to have to. They cannot do Barry Allen again. No, uh, um, but basically, this is just your fact, factory reset. Yeah, mm-hmm. Moving into a new phase of DC. You can tell reset. it's a reset. You can Some tell. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for so Sasha Cow. Yeah. Well, no, because Aquaman you comes out. Because <laughs> that Aquaman yeah, movie is right. gonna be ass. <laughs> Honestly, they should have. That's happening because I'm uh, not gonna watch it, bro. Bro, they should have did like this. They should have released Shazam, Aquaman, and then Flash, and then Blue Beetle. I don't know why Blue Beetle is coming. Uh, why Aquaman is in Blue Beetle coming after Flash? 
it would have made more sense if Aquaman would have came out in like May. Who gives a fuck if it's ready or not? Or can that fucking movie? They said that movie fucking sucks. So do Flash and then Blue Beetle. So you know Blue Beetle's part of the new universe. Then the Waller. And then the first official movie, Superman. That's what they should have did. Now is Blue Beetle confirmed? I mean, James Gunn says, yeah, he uh, Zolo's going to be in it. Now, maybe not this specific Blue Beetle, but the guy who's playing him will be in the new the new stuff. So, so technically, I mean, I Blue Beetle's the off. first movie. I mean, also, if James Gunn could be like, sure, yeah, Blue Beetle's in the new DC. In line. It's like, when are you going to use him again? Yeah, Teen Titans, whenever they bring it up, you know, whatever child, whatever teenage group. But you're right. That is a good point. That is a By great point. Could have aged out, so. Yeah, damn. Damn. You're right. I don't doubt. But see, you hating. But see, you hating, though. People don't know. Well, you don't, saying, you didn't I'm, like that trailer. You thought that trailer was corny. <laughs> well, it is kind of corny. I liked it. Don't be a hater. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, it could it could have the the charm of the first Shazam. See. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it'll be good. I think um, it'll be. I think it'll be DC's version of Spider Man, like the new Spider Man, not not uh Tobey Maguire. I think it's gonna be on the same level as Spider Man Homecoming. That movie wasn't the best, but it was it was good. But yeah, your ass just hating on Blue Beetle. <laughs> The one thing I wanted to say about that in terms of Blue Beetle starting into the new DC is that that could be James Gunn saying that he's going to slide a Superman cameo at the Ah, Because you're right, because there is no Snyder stuff in Blue Beetle, like zero. So you're yeah, they could. They could definitely slide a Superman cameo in Blue Beetle. I would like that, too. Yeah, or at least a trailer to Waller or whatever. Mm-hmm, something. <laughs> or or what if Rick Flagg Sr. pops up? Right. Frank Grillo. Something, like something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you on that. Hell yeah, that'd be hard. <laughs> that'd be hard. Um, well, let's talk about the trailers. I mean, we talked about Flash. Um, well, hey, real quick on the Flash. Time. Michael Keaton's Batman? Yo, Ben Affleck Batman was kind of shitting on him. We was riding that bike and he did his little fly thing. I was like, oh, shit. We should have had Andy Muschietti direct this Ben Affleck Batman. I feel like Ben Affleck Batman got hoes, bro. Zack Snyder didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I don't know what we were smoking back then, but Zack Snyder didn't know what the fuck he was doing, bro. BVS, as good as the as good as the director's cut is, we got fucked. <laughs> we got fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you know. I think- when, when did Ben Affleck like, say something in an interview? He was like, "Yeah, this was like my redemption." Yeah, he did. He was like, "This." He was on it. He's like, "Man, this this makes me want to play Batman again because this was my favorite time." Sucks, right. like, like Zack Snyder, you fucking asshole. But I should have known. We should have known that Zack Snyder didn't know what he was talking about when he said the Joker killed Dick Grayson. Like, I keep going back to that. Like every time people are like. No, Zack Snyder needs to be back. I was like, do y'all know his Dick Grayson plans? And normally people say no. And then when they find out that suit with the ha-ha-has was him, they're like, what the fuck is he, was he doing? I was like, I don't know. Also, he wanted Wonder Woman to be a Kryptonian. Isn't that fucking yeah. stupid? Like, what? It makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. But yeah, we get to the trailers now. I just had to shout out to Ben Affleck Batman looking badass. For sure. 
I'm just calling that we're going to get him and Keaton. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get Flash and Batman. Um, so Dune 2 came out, I think, when I was away. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and Reg talked about it. How'd you like um, it? I love that trailer, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more excited about this Dune than the last Dune. This is a, this one things are actually going to happen. <laughs> oh, I don't I forgot your ass hated the first. Well, not hated the first. I didn't movie. hate. I didn't hate the first one. I think it's really good. It's just you just like it was one. boring. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, this, yeah. Uh, look, this dude should tell you everything. The only thing that happened in the first one was we learned that Jason Momoa was a badass. In this one, you should know shit is popping when you when he puts that that orb in the ground and it starts vibrating and he's riding the worm. I was like, bro, this is badass. Oh, and you'll appreciate this joke. Reg didn't because he doesn't watch Barry. Tell me why Austin Butler looks like no whole Harkonnen. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bro, he looks weird. Guys. Like Robert Pattinson yeah, was supposed to play that? Like that, now that I know that, it's like, bro, this is, oof, this is a little weird. <laughs> Might have dodged the bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, either way, Austin Butler's still going to be pretty impressive in that raw, I'm sure, and you know, kind of Florence Pugh in it. Oh, Florence Pugh looks great. Yeah, she does. But yeah, it's one of those things where you're saying that I'm hating on part one. It's like uh, with Harry Potter, when Harry Potter had part one, part two. Part one, it's like, oh yeah, part one was okay, but I want I want to see part two. And then mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen both. I'm like, well, part one was a masterclass in filming. So it was like, that's probably how I feel about this as well. Yeah. At, at this point, I just want to I want to see the end. Yeah, I want to see the, the action. Long, I've seen the I've seen the '84 Dune. So like, I know what happens. Well, no, no, because because David Lynch changed the '84. Like the '84 Dune doesn't follow the books. I know, but I'm I'm just saying. Like I've seen the end. I've read the end. Oh, okay. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, gotcha. you. Put it. His stamp on it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I want to see the action, like the fighting with the viral blades and then like the shield shit. Like we did, we only got Jason Momoa fighting. Like I want to see real fights, like gunnery that's right. br- uh, rolling with his laser guns. Like let's get really sci-fi with this movie, which I know they're going to do. So I'm ecstatic. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, so you, you were talking about that Skull Island trailer. I saw the one bit of it. The only thing about it is it, it doesn't excite me in any way because it's just like, going to be a 21 minute cartoon on Netflix about something that I really don't care about. I hope it's not. And like w- watching the trailer, it looks good, but it just makes me think, man, I should go watch Tarnikowski's Primal. <laughs> Prop, <yeah. laughs> exactly. Like I was looking, I was like, man, Primal looks like this, but is a little bit better. Yeah. So, I mean, if people are into that sort of thing, or I'll say this, the Godzilla anime was cartoon. good. The Godzilla anime was good. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm sure there's an audience for it. Yeah, and if definitely. Not, not, then they won't. Then they'll just die like, like every other Netflix show. Um, <laughs> the the Netflix hate is real with this one. Well, they're just you. They're finally instilling their password thing, and now it's yeah. gonna be, you know, you can like. They're gonna take that away when they see people are canceling Netflix left and right. Like they're gonna do it. Like they already did it before. They're gonna cancel it again. Just, yeah, nobody's gonna pay. $20 for Netflix. Fuck no, it's not worth it. Um, so the big trailer of the week was Killers of the Flower Moon. Dropped literally the day we dropped our episode. I was like, motherfucker. Right. But I'm glad we dropped. I'm um, glad I'm glad we talked about it before the trailer dropped because everything I said you could see in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, you could. 
I think it's definitely going to be an epic. Mm-hmm. Um, probably have some commentary in there, too. A lot of commentary, bro. Like, legitimately, Martin Scorsese was like, I've never been the commentary guy, but I think I can't tell a story about the area that did the Tulsa massacre and killed all of these Native Americans and make the white man be the savior. He's like, I can't do that. It just doesn't work. Like, I, there's gonna, it's gonna be a Western. There's gonna be a, a murder mystery in there, even though, like, we know who did it. Like, we know the murderers, but it's more about what the murderers are allowed to get away with due to the racial time, the racial aspect time, of the time, too. and the fact that uh, Jagger Hoover was a shitty person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think this is gonna be a pretty great people, one. I like people I like loved it in Can or Con. Well, I don't. I never understand the ovations because, like, but see, no, no, I'm not talking about the ovation. I'm saying like it got reviewed and people loved it. Like they said, it was a great movie. They said it was better than The Irishman. They said this is up there with like Martin Scorsese's best, which you put Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. They say it's up there with those and not in like the Shutter Island. Um, uh, or, well, let me not say sh- the aviator. Yeah, exactly. It's not in the the good movie category. But they said this might be Leo's best role since The Revenant, which like I don't know how you feel about his acting in The Revenant, but you know, I mean, he won the Oscar. The yeah, exactly. So they said this is best acting role since The Revenant, so he might win again. Um, I could see it. I'm interested in this time period now. Now, when you're like playing within this Western type area and like we're getting filmmakers it's kind of getting a resurgence with like some really top tier filmmakers are focusing on this era which you can shoot some really beautiful stuff yeah with the cameras um, are so much better now so it, it, may, it kind of elevates the western now 100 percent, or at least the story of that time period so i think that it's going to be a really cool movie to watch yeah i'm excited i'm oh yeah we got to watch this in theater this is not your ass is not waiting for this to come out. We're, we're reviewing it the week it drops. <laughs> All right. Um, but what about the color purple anyway? Watching that the week it drops was no, bro. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck hell no. Hey, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this for the final time on this podcast. White America filmmakers, stop making fucking slave movies. God damn it. If you want to make a black movie of of as old, give me a George Washington Carver fucking biopic. I don't give a fuck what it is. There's more black history than fucking slavery. I'm sorry. I am sorry. God, that shit pisses me off. Why? Why do we need it? Why do we fucking need it? Who's making this one? Oprah. That's what I thought. I was like, it's not like a, a white filmmaker. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's not. But I'm just I'm just saying we don't fucking actually it might be a white director. It no, it's not. It's Blitz as a movie. Oh. Alright. Alright. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I still don't fucking need it. Did you watch um, the trailer? Did the only thing like I'll it? say about it is I thought that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I thought um, Fantasia doing the the really famous song from it was sounded really good. But I mean, like, yeah, I've seen the old one. I mean, it's not like I'm clamoring to see it. I would watch it. 
that I probably wouldn't go to the theater to see it. All right, all right, fair enough. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. I can see your point where, like, there's definitely other stuff to do. It's more of, like, you know, why are we remaking something? Wait, exactly, bro. Like, come on. Like, give us the the uh, Yasuke story about the Black Samurai. That That's dead. Bring that back alive. Baj Reeves, even though we know we're getting a Western about Baj Reeves, what I'm excited about. But still, give us other Black Heroes movies, bro. Jesus. Or like, you know, tell the stories of like some of those black inventors that never got a credit. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like the guy who made the fucking uh who made the traffic sign. Like that, that's a yeah. black dude. So I mean, there's multiple stories. Um moving into our story of this week, Eddie Murphy, he's in talks to stir in the Pink Panther as Jacques Rousseau. <laughs> good for Eddie. I mean, I guess this is the type of shit he wants to do. I'm not going to watch it, but good for him. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be a movie movie or is it going to be an MGM Plus or Prime thing? Because if it's on Prime, I'll watch it. Okay. All right. Yeah. If, if it's, if, I'm not paying to watch that in theaters. No. Uh, Fred Heshinger from The White Lotus Season 1 is now in talks to play the role of Emperor Geta after Barry Keohan uh, had to drop out for scheduling conflicts. Probably Batman. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> probably so. If we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Um, good for him because now he's because his, he had that White Lotus season, which was really good for him. And but, oh, but see, that's interesting. After that, was Craven the Hunter. When we talked about it the other the other day, did we say we thought Barry Keown would be the uh the general, or did we did we say he would be the emperor? No, he'd be the emperor. That was the, that was our theory. No, no, no that was we, what he was cast for. Oh, we knew that. Okay, okay. So then yeah. Paul. Okay, so then Paul Mascal is the fighter, and I do believe Denzel yes. is the African emperor. I totally believe that now, <laughs> like one hundred percent. I think they're doing that 100%. war we talked about, the uh, the African Roman War. That be that would be interesting. That would be a reason to watch Gladiator too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um. So speaking of sequels. Vin Diesel says that Fast and Furious spinoffs are in the work, works including a female-led movie. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> are you interested? Yeah, I like Thompson Shaw. In in I these, like uh... that's probably <laughs> you know, post Tokyo Drift, my favorite Fast property is probably Hobbs and Shaw. So yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I don't know if I go to the theater for him because I'm already not watching Fast. Either. But I will say, you know, shout out to the Fast Movie Spread. I was on a plane with someone from Amsterdam to, what was it? Amsterdam to Atlanta. So that's nine hours. You can watch, I watched four movies. And this, and or three, three or four movies. I can't remember exactly. But this guy decided that with his three movies that he wanted to watch, he wanted to watch Fast 1, Fast 2, and Tokyo Drift. Or no, it was, it was Fast 1, Fast 2, and then like Fast 4. Okay. Okay. So he was all, he was all about family. So th there are people out there who really do love these movies. <laughs> no, there are, like, bro. Out of everything, out of everything <laughs> you could have chose on nine hour flight, you chose three Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Did he choose Tokyo Drift? 
No, no. They only had the first two and then oh, he the next two. one in like that saga. Did he do too fast? Yes. Oh, ejecto cito, cuz. <laughs> where it gets crazy. Where it starts. Yeah, no, that's uh, so the one. Nick Cage. So Nick Cage, along with being Superman in the new Flash movie, he set to lead the cast of The Surfer, an elevated psychological thriller from director Lorcan Finnegan. Um, the film will see Cage as the titular surfer, a man who returns to his beachside hometown in Australia many years since building a life for himself in the U.S. He is humiliated in front of his teenage son by a local gang of surfers who claim strict ownership over the secluded beach of his childhood. Wounded, the surfer decides to remain at that beach, declaring war against those in control of the bay. But as the conflict escalates, the stakes spin wildly out of control, taking the surfer to the edge of his sanity. This can be either really good or a straight to DVD type movie. <laughs> no, in between. Nicholas Cage's career in a nutshell. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, it was one of those things where when you read the the pig, yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, what the heck is this? Is that Nicholas Cage doing the pig? Like, what is this?" And then like it ended up being really great. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this is this guy Lorcan Finnegan's like start. Um. So Clive Owen has joined Daisy Ridley in a London set action thriller called The Cleaner, which is going to be directed by Casino Royale director Martin Campbell. Uh, the project follows a group of activists who ambush an energy company's annual meeting at the Shard, one of London's Ooh. most recognizable skyscrapers, and takes 300 people hostage. However, the cause is hijacked by an extremist with a group who's already who's who's ready to kill in order to send the message. It takes the efforts of Joey Locke, a former soldier who's now a window cleaner, played by Daisy Ridley, to save the hostages while ensuing the corporation is held to account. Okay, so I'm assuming Clive Owens is the villain. Probably. Yeah, okay. This sounds good. Like I said, this, uh, I do like Martin Campbell. Like, he he's a good director if we go by Casino Royale. Um, this could, Clive Owens made a lot of straight-to-DVD movies, but I don't think Daisy Ridley's in that phase of her career yet. So hopefully this is a serious action thriller. This reminds me of the, you know, speaking of things I saw on the plane, this reminds me of the Spike Lee movie. What is it called? Which one? Inside Man. Oh, yeah. That's a great Clive Owen movie. And it it's definitely sounds like Inside Man with Denzel. Where they're doing the robbery. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called? That's, yeah, no, it is Inside Man. You're right. Denzel Spike in okay, uh I was I was looking it up and I couldn't find oh, yeah oh, inside me. Clive Owen, Denzel, and Jodie Foster and Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that's a great fucking right. movie. Yeah. I watched that on the plane. While that nice. <laughs> you made the right choice. I don't know what that dude was doing. Yeah. So that's where when I saw Clive Owen was gonna be in this movie and it's a hostage situation. I was like, this is just like Inside Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me think of Inside Man meets Die Hard. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. You're right. It's a definitely Die Hard, like legit. They're in the building. So, Daisy really has good, to good for Daisy Ridley. Daisy really has to climb the building, get the hostages out. Meanwhile, they're in Nakatomi Plaza, and Clive Owen falls off the top of the building and dies. <laughs> right. Um. So Futurama the Revival has set its premiere date. It's going to debut nice. on July 24th. Uh, so this means that Bender got everybody paid properly because he said he wasn't doing it unless everybody got paid as much as him. 
The original yeah. cast. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, there's Hulu had signed on for 20 seasons, so this is the, they believe it's going to be two, well, 20 episodes. I was going to say 20 seasons? Goal! So, uh, two seasons. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> 20 episodes, and I think they're going to spread it across two seasons. This first so 10, one, 10 a piece? 10. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to drop two or three on the first day and then do them every Weekly? Monday. Okay. Summer, or I guess of the fall. Uh, and Hulu released a teaser for the new season. Well, I'm checking out. I forgot to tell you. Oh yeah, that. I saw it. It it looks uh it looks pretty. It's it's short. It's nothing crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's you know it's a good drama. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good to have it back around. Um, Gen- uh, Vanessa Hutchins will join Mad Nicholson to headline the action spy thriller The Black Kaiser, directed Ooh, by okay. Derek Forte, who directed Unhinged, the movie about road rage that was in okay. The- uh, the, in the film, the Black Kaiser, played by Mickelson, is the world's most lethal hitman and covers a deadly conspiracy protecting a powerful syndicate of killers and becomes their number one target. Ooh, so is Vanessa Hudgens one of the... I hope she's an assassin and not someone Mickelson's trying to protect because that just reminds yeah. me of... Because they were in a movie together. They were in... Uh, what's the movie thought we thought was going to be good? Polar? I think she's... In, oh. I, I think Hudgens is in Polar and he's trying to protect her the whole time. Yeah, yeah Hudgens is in Polar. That it's the that sounds like the exact same fucking movie, bro. Except I hope that he's not, like I said, trying to protect Hudgens, and I hope Hudgens is a uh, is an assassin. So are they like besties or something? Like I don't know because you're right. You see, I told you. <laughs> what is it like? Are they like gay? I don't know. They've been in a bunch of movies together, though. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of weird. <laughs> I just um, so I just blew your of, mind. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Netflix, um, they renewed Ginny and George for two more seasons, so they nice. actually are listening to people who watch their shows. They, well, and watch the shows they don't promote. Them. Like people like the shows right. that they don't fucking promote. That they promote garbage. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Ginny and George got renewed, and I, the show that my girlfriend watches, Virgin River, got renewed. Oh, season, my girlfriend watched that too. Started. They like my girlfriend likes yeah. that show. She yeah. says it's good. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's that new feel good drama. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if your girlfriend watches this, but my girlfriend get to get her Grey's Anatomy kick. She watches New Amsterdam. I don't watch that shit though. That's a doctor show. I've seen, I've seen New Amsterdam. I, I've I've only watched New Amsterdam in foreign countries. Because oh, it's like okay. one of those American shows that pops up randomly on like some channel. Ah, uh, okay, okay, I got you. It's um, alright. It's whatever. So like, it's it's alright. Yeah, it's just a doctor um, show. Yeah, yeah, nothing crazy. Procedural. Exactly. Exactly. Procedural doctor show. Uh, so Mar- Maria Bak- Bakalova, uh, she is going to star in the action comedy called My Masterpiece by S- Sylvester Stallone's Balboa Productions Company. Uh, my masterpiece follows a hit woman hellbent on dismantling an unfair system within her industry, but she's she gets stuck on the second floor of an office building after she takes vengeance on a corporate overlord. That means she has to fight her way through fellow murderers and and her past to ensure justice prevails. If all goes well, this might just be her masterpiece. This sounds like so, Sylvester Stallone and his production company watched The Raid and was like, ooh, how can we make that? <laughs> yeah, no, the Raid. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah. Uh, Judge Dredd. 
Because <laughs> remember, Judge Dredd is just a ripoff of the raid, except with Judge Dredd in it. <laughs> now, Maria ba- Bakalova is a uh, interesting choice. Yeah, I wouldn't expect her to be a hit woman. So, you know, good for her. Now, saying that as an action comedy makes me think it's going to be. Oh, uh, wait. It, I didn't see. I didn't hear you say comedy. I just heard once I heard hit woman in action, I was like, the comedy thing. Th- it makes it seems like it's gonna, not going to be as serious as the raid. <laughs> Maybe not as serious as the raid. It probably have like some similar notes, but like maybe like, a little more comedic shit. Yeah. Comedic things will happen. Like she'll do something badass, and then it looks like she's about to die, and then like someone like you know, gun, a piano falls on someone. Yes, <laughs> I was literally thinking before I said the piano thing. I was like, she goes to shoot the bullet. She can't get. It. She throws it at their head. Type situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Slow motion, like Ooh. yeah, that dumb shit. <laughs> uh, but that kind of wraps things up. Did you ever watch any of the visions? I didn't get a chance. I was busy. I, I was busy as hell last week. I'm gonna watch it for next week because next week's the review week. But it's that time of the show where we give you one, where we give you a, a movie or a TV show that's coming out this week that we think you should watch or that's been out for a little bit called Movie on the Rise. And I got a good one for this week on Netflix. It's a a, a reality TV show. It is Barbecue Showdown that'll be out this Friday, a competition barbecue show that'll, uh, like I said, be out this Friday. Also, I think there's a new movie coming out this week that I think y'all should check out. I don't know if Schubert has anything, but I definitely have Barbecue Showdown. And then, um, let's see, hold on. Let me look for Thursday. Oh, The Little Mermaid drops this week. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think um, that should be the primary movie on the rise. All right, yeah, you can have Um, you can have the Little Mermaid. Yeah, I might have to take it because I don't really know. Also, there's a Ben Affleck uh, thriller where he's a a cop that I want to go see called Hypnotic. It sounds pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, there's some new stuff coming Hulu. But I mean, we're we're literally in finale week. Yeah, so everything's going to start up in two weeks, literally. The like, movies and everything. We got Spider-Verse, like we're, Flash. We're so close to the end of May that I can't really think in my mind what days, like, I think like the 6th is. Like, let me see, what, what's the 6th? That's not next week, right? I think that is next week. Oh, no, it's the week after. No, no. It's the yeah, week it's after. The week after. So the 6th is always sunny. Oh, okay. So in two weeks, that'll be your movie on the rise. (laughs) I didn't realize it's always sunny was so close. Holy shit. Oh, we're reviewing that. (laughs) We're reviewing that weekly. That shit sounds... I'm excited for this season. Uh, Speaking of things that are coming out weekly in in FX, have you watched any day this season? I have. I've, I've watched three episodes. I like it. It's okay. I don't know if I like it as much as the other seasons. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if... Like, I feel like this might be his worst season so far. I don't know about his worst season. Did you see the Atlanta episode? Mm-mm. I told you I only saw the first three. I don't think Atlanta is in the first I think, three. I think that might be the fourth one, I guess, if you didn't see the Atlanta episode where he and Gata are in Atlanta. Yeah, no. And like I haven't seen what? Okay. No, see, I saw the Met Gala with Jack Harlow. because that's. I think that's three. Oh, so you've, you've only seen three episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was... That was the most recent one. Oh, okay. No, yeah, I've only the, seen the three. The Mangala was last week. Okay, well, then no, then I haven't seen that. Hold on, let me... I'll tell you which ones I've seen. 
Dave season three. Yeah, the first episode is I'm in Texas. Okay, so the yeah, the first episode is Texas. The second one is where he goes to uh Philadelphia. Oh no, then I've only seen two. I've only seen two because I didn't see Atlanta. Atlanta's three because I remember him going home and then I remember them stopping in Texas. Okay, so I've only seen two. And so, like, you haven't even done the whole turning point of the season. Uh uh. Where where he meets Robin? (laughs) Robin happens before that. Uh, but like there's a turn there's an episode where like something happens and now his entire career is different because of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, should I finish it? Uh well, I, I mean it's still going, so you have a couple weeks. Should I catch up? Because we're doing a review week next week. Should I catch up for next week? I can. If you have time. All right. Fuck yeah. All right, I'll catch up for next week. Cause Cause I'm, cause I'm watching it. All right, because next week is successions, visions. Anything else we throwing on the- Dave? Anything else I should throw on there? I mean, unless you can get through ten episodes of Barry in a weekend. Nah, and you know I gotta watch seasons. I'm, I'm, I gotta watch seasons leading up to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that ends this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, word. Well, that's pretty much everything, Shubes. Yep. Um, so let everyone know what's going on with the Bros. Network. Like I said, next week we are doing review week. We'll be reviewing Succession of Star Wars Visions and uh, Dave. So make sure y'all check out for that. Uh, but also the Bros. Who Think podcast is dropping this week. We'll have com- another comedian on. We'll have comedian Savannah Desarmo on this week. She is the voice of a, a new Adult Swim TV show. So uh, well, that'll be out. We'll have some One Piece content out as well as some other content uh, from the work shoot show and whatnot. So make sure you check that out. Cool. Um, make sure you check out everything going on with the network. Check out, uh, Lynn, you want to tell them about any of your other ventures outside of the bros. Oh. Oh, well, that's, that's today. That, yeah, that's about to happen today. But, oh, oh June 6th, June 6th. Good thing you reminded me. Or no, June the 3rd, excuse me, not June 6th. June the 3rd, if you are in Baton Rouge, we are doing a live interview called Bros Who Think Live. We will be interviewing Jaira, rap artist Jaira, talking about his new album, A Guide to uh, Your Saints, and as well as we'll be doing an industry Q&A panel with Jalen Quinn, Swiger, Adam Dollars, myself, and Jaira, where we talk about the music industry, podcasting, and all kind of good stuff. And if you're in Baton Rouge, pull up June the 3rd, at 5 p.m., 1600 Government Street, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Don't be late. So, Yeah, Jaira's a good artist, so mm-hmm. definitely find thing to check out. Um, so that wraps up everything up for this week of Bros Who Binge Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter at ChooseBWT. Um, make sure you, you know, check back on some of the old episodes. Um, you know, Be ready for things to come. Big episode next week, so Hope everyone has a great week, and as always, keep binging.